0: Happy Easter, what a beautiful weekend where we are reminded of how much God loves us, of the sacrifice Jesus made because he loves us. So incredible to think about, and I'm so thankful for him, for you guys on this weekend And today we're going to talk about rejection, and this is something that Jesus was intimately familiar with, and we see that most evidently on this weekend, when Jesus was rejected to the point of crucifixion on the cross. And I've been experiencing rejection lately. If you guys have been following me for a while, you know a couple of months ago I went through a friendship breakup where I really felt rejected as this person chose to move on from friendship with me. And if I'm honest, there's been times in my marriage where I felt rejected by Terry while he was going through what he was going through. And I couldn't understand what he was going through I interpreted his reactions towards me as personal rejection, and it made me feel unloved. It made me feel unwanted. It made me question my worth. And I have to tell you that ultimately what I see even this weekend with Jesus and what the story means, our rejections are oftentimes used by God to redirect us to him, right? Rejection is often a redirection by God. You see, Jesus was rejected by his people, by his family. We read in Mark 6, 6, how even his hometown in Nazareth rejected him. So he brought his ministry to the other villages and other towns. He was betrayed and rejected by one of his own, Judas. We see that in Matthew 26, 50. And like I said, he was rejected all the way to the cross. But what the enemy wanted to use as a rejection and isolation and separation, God redirected to be the venue, the avenue through which the world was to receive salvation, right? So God the God took the world's rejection of Jesus and used it, redirected it to be the salvation of the world. Like how beautiful is it that God can transform rejection to redirection that ultimately points to him and brings us closer to him. You know, we are literally wired for connection. For a higher survival rate, we do generally go in groups, right? We have seen that throughout the ages when people migrate and immigrate, they tend to, to come together. That's why you have little Italy and Chinatown. Like we group together with what we know, right? There's survival and sticking together. We are programmed for connection to being connected with people that are like us. And we are so genetically programmed for that that we are strongly adverse to rejection. Our brains literally experience rejection the same way that it experiences physical pain. So no wonder we are devastated by rejection. No wonder it hurts so badly. It's like being rejected by the herd, right? Left out on your own. It's awful. Spiritually we're also wired for community. So the devil loves nothing more than to see us respond to pain by rejecting and separating ourselves from God. That's what he wants. He ultimately wants us to reject God, to take the pain that we feel the things that we can't understand and rather than Go to God in closeness to reject him. The enemy loves to see that. But here's what I know. Rejection did not change God's plans. God has a plan and a purpose for your life, just like God had a plan and purpose for bringing Jesus down. What was meant to deter and isolate Jesus was redirected to allow him to accomplish his mission. Our rejection should ultimately redirect us to Christ. When I was dealing with this feeling of rejection from my husband, which I will say I did not start off dealing with well, God had to use that to redirect my source of love and validation and attention to God, right? Ultimately, my source is God, not my husband, My feelings of love, like we talked about earlier this season, comes from God. My validation comes from God, not from man. So while I was looking to my husband to fill the gaps, God had to redirect me to look to God as my source of love. Even in this friendship breakup I went through, I don't know exactly what God's doing or how he's doing it. But I know based on Romans 8, 28, he's going to work things all out for good. And I know sometimes he needs to prune us. And what happened in that friendship breakdown, I was redirected once again to God. And God has been so great in growing and flourishing other relationships in my life that I may not have had time for or energy for right? God works all things out for good. His his plans and purposes for us will not be thwarted by rejection. He will redirect that so that we can walk in his will and in his way so that our eyes will be lifted and fixed on him. Rejection on earth will never change how much God loves us. Rejection can never touch God's grace and mercy for us. My question for you is In your feelings of rejection, are you allowing yourself to be directed to God for comfort, for peace? He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. You will never be rejected by God. Are you putting your hope in Him? Or Like we talked about before, are you putting your hope in fallible things that are bound to disappoint us? You know, people are bound to disappoint us, hurt us, leave us, reject us, but God, but God won't. And if we take that rejection to him, if we take that purpose pain and, and hurt to him, he will repurpose it. He will redeem it. He will restore into your heart joy and thanksgiving. You know, when I was feeling rejected from my friend, rather than mope about it, I took it to Jesus and Jesus blessed me with peace and calm. He blessed me with the reminder that no, no detail in my life goes unseen by him. No detail. And that he is working in my life. And that if I am surrendered to his plan and his purpose, then I need to be surrendered to his pruning. Yes, it may feel like rejection on the human level. But ultimately, his pruning is going to bring about better fruit in my life. And I've come to see rejection is not only as a redirection by God to get my eyes back on him, but a pruning to allow my life to have better fruit. We are called to be fruitful. And God is a good, good gardener he prunes the vines so the best fruit can be produced. That's a wonderful picture. It's a painful experience, but it's a wonderful picture and hope and glance and glimpse into the future God wants for us, fruitfulness in our life. We have to allow him to do the pruning. And rather than Isolate ourselves from God in our pain and in our hurt. Go to God. Jesus was rejected. He knows your rejection. But ultimately, Jesus' rejection led to our salvation. Ultimately, the rejection you're facing in your life is going to lead to something fruitful. If you keep your eyes fixed on God and you allow him in to redirect that pain, to redirect that circumstance, to redeem it to his holy plan. Rejection is hard. It cuts us at our core, but God is the God of hard things. God is the God of hard things. Your rejection right now may feel like you're a Goliath, but you are a David with God on your side. Hallelujah. You have God on your side, and that Goliath will fall as you press into God. That's a beautiful story. Jesus' rejection didn't end on the cross. He rose again. He was fruitful for his father. Your rejection is not the end. It is a pruning that will bring forth great fruit if you let God work in the hurt, if you let him redirect it and redeem it. Your affirming truth for today is I am accepted by God. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that a beautiful picture? We read in Psalm 2710, though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Amen. Though my husband may forsake me, though my friend may forsake me, though my employer may forsake me, though the church may members may forsake me. My God will receive me. He will never leave me or forsake me. He will love me with an everlasting love. His grace and mercy is eternal. His mercies are new every morning. Yes and amen to that truth. Friend, you are accepted by God. And in your rejection, in that pain, Redirect your focus to God and allow him to redeem it to something beautiful. Have a good Easter, friends. Bye. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed.